Let's move on. Let's go to golf now. And uh, can you imagine being a golf organizer after the last couple of weeks? It's the time for South Africa to shine. And then this new coronavirus has hit us and everything changed. Watching it from inside the ropes, Dale Hayes joins us. How's it going, Dale? Yeah, it's going very well. Thank you very much. What's what's it like being? Uh, I, I'm sure you you've spoken to organisers of the SA Open and the other events, uh, the Joburg Open as well. What's it been like with with them over the last couple of weeks? You know, unfortunately, the Joburg Open we had all that rain over the weekend, and then we had the announcement that uh, there was a new variant of the COVID, and um, we had all the international players wanting to try and get home because mm. you know we were very close to Christmas, etc. So, uh, you know, it turned in, into into kind of an unfortunate event because uh, they eventually only had 36 holes. The winner was terrific. Tristan Lawrence, who won the tournament, is a young guy with a load of potential. And he's now got a two-year exemption from the European Tour. Plus, he's got two and a half million rand in his bank account. Nice. So he's certainly happy. And what's what's Sun City like at the moment? There was a, a, another another thunderstorm that came through. Justin Harding in France, big name up at the top of the leaderboard. You know, I think what should happen is any areas in South Africa that are short of water, <laughs> all they need to do is sponsor a Sunshine Tour golf tournament. And that'll ensure that they, they won't be short of water for long. Because it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy what's uh, what's happening with, with the, the golf tournaments recently. But we had a thunderstorm today, and unfortunately the players didn't finish. But there are only a few players out on the golf course, and um, they've got five holes to play in the third round, which is going to happen early tomorrow morning. Uh, they'll tee off at 7 o'clock, and then the, third, the fourth round will get underway straight after that. So hopefully if we don't have, if we don't have the weather that's predicted, the, the weather that's predicted is more thunderstorms for tomorrow. So if we don't have that, we'll get through the tournament tomorrow. Uh, Sun City is uh, its one of the golf courses. We've got the Daniel at the golf course. Is it time for South Africa to show off a, a non-summer rainfall area for the SA Open? Wow, that's an inter- interesting question. Um, you, know, I, you know, I don't, I don't know right now where you don't want to play the tournament. You know, I'd love to see the South African Open go back to places like Durban Country Club and Hewwood mm. Golf Club in Port Elizabeth, two fantastic golf courses, East London Golf Club, which is another great golf course. Um, Cape Town, obviously, you've got you've got Royal Cape Golf Club, which is the oldest club in South Africa, and you've got uh, Mowbray Golf Club, which is uh, a beautiful golf course almost in, in, in town in Cape Town. So, mm. yes, you know, I'd like to see the, the, the South, African move, South African Open move around. But, uh, you know, money talks. <laughs> yeah. And uh, now obviously what happened with this event is that uh, because of the net bank getting, getting uh, postponed, uh, they, they, you know, managed to, to convince Nedbank and Sun International to, to help them put on this event. Oh, right. And yeah, uh, yeah. thank goodness they did because it's a great golf course. It's a great event. And I'm sure by the end of tomorrow, we'll have another great champion. Uh, it, it's a chance for South Africans to shine. I'm just having a look at the field. Very few internationals have managed to stay on. They all wanted to go home. But it, it is great to see a South African Open and the top yeah. 20 are all South Africans. Yes, you know, it, it's, it's wonderful for the, for the local players. 
you know, we wish this event had stayed a DP World Golf Championship, mm, where sure. a South African player, if he had of one, would get exemption onto European Tour. I mean, that's massive for a young South African player, as it was for Tristan Lawrence last week. And you can imagine if somebody um, like Lyle Rowe, who's not exempt on the European Tour, was to win, he would get exemption onto the European Tour. So it's massive for our players, but... You know, obviously they had a look at their players and look what is right for their players and their players have all now gone back to, to Britain and mm. to Europe. So we have very few international players, but uh, what we do have is, is still a great tournament for the South African players. Lots of money to be played for and uh, on a great golf course. And, and let's, hope, let's hope the weather plays as far tomorrow and we'll have, a, we'll have a very worthy winner. Dale, explain what the difference is between the European Tour, as we know it, and the DP World Tour now. Well, DP World, which is a company in Dubai, has bought the rights to name the tour. Right. That's pretty much what, is it, what has happened. So they, they, they've come in. They've put uh, a lot of money into, into both their tournament, which is the final tournament on the, on the European Tour in the old days, now the final tournament on the DP World Tour, and they've put enough money in that they've popped up other tournaments around the world. So this has helped South Africa dramatically because now we're able to have four co-sanctioned events with the European Tour, you know, whereas we normally would only have a couple of co-sanctioned events. We're now having four this year, and some of that money has been put up by the, European, by the old European Tour, by the DP World Tour. So it's been wonderful for South African golf. Mm. And these two new tournaments that you're talking about in March, it's the Pekinwood Classic and the Stain City Championship. When you're talking about taking it to other golf courses, there's an example of, of a success. It's, it's not just the same three that we've had all the time. That's, absolutely. And, uh, you know, two excellent golf courses. Pekinwood, of course, are Jack Nicholas golf courses. In fact, both of them are Jack Nicholas golf courses. Right. And uh, both terrific golf courses. And, you know, give the Johannesburg people, let's, let's hope and pray that by March next year we'll be allowed spectators. Yes. And uh, we can have spectators going to these tournaments and, and watching, you know, the best players from Europe and the best players from South Africa playing in golf tournaments. Is it frustrating, Dale, when you see 2,000 people watching the Sharks game yesterday and nobody along the golf course? It's crazy. Eh? You know, it's a crazy situation. The last 21 months have been just, you know, something that you wouldn't expect to see in a movie. And, <laughs> yes. uh, you know, I, I mean, I think every one of us sits around and says, you know, I never thought anything like this could happen in my lifetime. And, uh, but it has happened. It's yeah. real. And, you know, we've all, got to, we've all got to take care and be careful and make sure that at, at the very worst, we're not passing this thing on to other people if we mm. are unfortunate enough to get it. So, um, you know, I think uh, the Sunshine Tour, I think golf in general with Golf RSA have done a phenomenal job in, in making sure that golf is safe for people to go to, to mm. still play. Golf was the first sport to come back last year. And that was, that was uh, due to Golf RSA, you know, working closely with the government and ensuring and showing the government just how safe they could make golfers on a golf course. And uh, so, you know, we were the first sport to come back and... and be allowed to play the game. You know, while people weren't allowed to play soccer or rugby or cricket, mm -hmm. people were allowed to play the game of golf.
Yeah, and you do forget golfers and their caddies and and the tournament officials, I'm sure as well. Uh, there's a lot of traveling, so there's a lot of risk, especially for the international guys. Uh, I'm just looking at the schedule in February. It's it's the UAE, Qatar, uh, and then off to India, and then off to Kenya. So there's certainly a lot of traveling involved, and you don't want the golfers to get sick as well, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got to be. They've got to be very, very careful and. You know, that's why I think last week's tournament was handled the way it was handled because, mm. you know, the the uh, people who run both the DP World Tour and run the Sunshine Tour are very aware of just, you know, how important it is to keep the players, the spectators, all the other people involved in golf tournaments to try and keep them as safe as they possibly can. So, um, you know, they would rather say, let's make this tournament a 36-hole tournament than yeah. risk having a whole bunch of more people getting COVID. All right, Dale, we need to wrap it up. Good chatting to you. Very quickly, in like five seconds, who's going to win the, the SA Open? Justin Harding. Justin Harding. I'm putting the money on it now. Thank you very much, golfing expert Dale Hayes. Thank you. <laughs> yes, thank you.